0437 is our famous talkback line, Tim. And we want to hear your text this or get your text this morning about a big topic we've been plugging, and that is a Tasmanian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. We want your nominations. <laughs> Had a few suggestions. Right? Another text in here from Flash in Latrobe. Morning, lads. I'll second Jackie Lambie and also nominate Brian Ritchie, yep. who'd have mm. some stories. David Walsh is another one. David Walsh. In there. Maybe this man, our next guest, who's joined well, us in the studio. We did speak about him earlier, but we wanted to see, see him face to face. And so, ask the question. Well, I've neglected to go on because... We've got all the star power we need. <laughs> That's true. Brent, so, David Bartlett, welcome to the show. Well, it's great to be on the show, actually, and congratulations, guys, on building a really great uh, morning breakfast uh, show. It's been terrific to, to Thank hear. you. We, we mm. like it. We've we, we well, got no idea how we're going, but we enjoy ourselves. You're going beautifully. Thank you. Thanks, Would you come on the, on the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of here, Tasmania? Do I have to, like, eat <laughs> oh, bugs or yeah, something like got, that, or who so we got? So far, we've got Brent Costello. I beat him. David Boone. Oh, yeah, no worries. David Foster. <laughs> Jackie Lambie. <laughs> no, no she, she'd win it. Holly <laughs> <laughs> Strano from the uh, three-peat yep. over the road at Cricket Taz. Queen Mary. Oh, yeah. And the great Grant Tazzy Brown. <laughs> It's going to be. I tell you what, that's um, that's high form. But I reckon Lambie's got that. She would outlast them all. Well, we didn't realise she's actually been the real one. Oh, has she? Right. So she's got an asterisk. I'm not sure she can win it. She doesn't count. We'll put her in there just to throw a cat amongst the pigeons and make things interesting. Well, we probably should straighten up and talk about what we've actually got you in here for. Which exciting news last week that uh, South Hobart's initial bid has been taken over by a consortium involving you to try and get a, a Tasmanian team in the national second tier soccer competition. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I don't want to overstate my role. Um, Ed Swan and the crew and the whole of the South Hobart crew, but much broader than that now, have done the work and I've been pleased to just give them a bit of advice. And that advice really is around uh, how we built that whole um, strategy towards getting Tasmania back in the NBL via the second tier competition, uh, then called the SEABL, now NBL 1, of course, and the Hobart Chargers, the Launceston Tornadoes and Northwest Thunder were all a big part of that. So I'm a big supporter of this um, bid, or at least this pathway, because I believe that um, simply hoping we get an A-League team uh, is not a strategy, but building a pathway towards an A-League team where we can build the infrastructure, we can build the supporter base, we can build the governance structures and all the things that go into running a successful club. Um, we can do that via this second tier competition that um, that Football Australia is, um, or the FFA is um, bringing out. Now you're well known around the state, obviously, for your political career and and your connection to basketball. Why why was there the need to get involved in this? Apart from them coming to you for advice. Well, is well, there... I am a f- football fan, a round yeah. ball fan, always have been. I've played um, both basketball and uh, soccer since I was in grade four, and followed the two sports. If I'm honest, I probably follow those two sports more than I do. Australian uh, football and and cricket, they were my three sports growing up and um, what I followed really closely um, um, through all my life. Um, So I'm a passionate football fan um, and I would love to see an A-League team here in Tasmania. But more to the point, even if it was a second division Tasmanian team playing in a national league, I think we'd um, sell out 10,000 seats every every game, frankly. What do we have? 9,000 at North Hobart a few weeks ago? For for Western United? Yeah, Yeah, they've been really sold really well, those. And really, what really struck me, and it was one of the moments that really 
made me think about, yep, I'll get behind this and help it, uh, help along where I can, and it's it's just through some advice. It's I wouldn't want to overstate it. Um, the that I went to one of those Western United games last year, uh, cracking half a uh, goal at the <laughs> in, that? Yeah. Uh, from the halfway line. Yeah. Um, but the place was just jam packed with kids running around in their um, soccer uniforms. Um, and I thought, oh, this reminds me of those early days of the Chargers when we really said for the first time, you know, we're going to be NBL ready um, in three years' time. It reminded me a bit of that, and I thought, oh, there's something here that we can build on, and, and I'm really excited to make a bit of a contribution to that. Where do you think it sits with Football Tasmania? I won't say that you haven't got their support, but their priorities lie yeah. elsewhere. This is what Tony Pinata, the CEO, had to say when we had him on the show. What about South Hobart in the second tier? Is that something that could realistically happen. I know it comes with a fair bit of money required as well to, to be in that competition, but is that something that we could see? I think it's um, you know very ambitious, South Hobart, and I think it's great. Um, but uh, you know if, if it's going to come down to funding, we're, we're really just focusing on the A-League, not on the second division. Yeah. So they would be, South Hobart would re- be relying on the funding coming from where? Well, they'll have to source it. We we won't be sort of going to government to yeah you know, for two handouts. Okay. Uh, you know, we we really want you know if anything is sort of funded, it, it's got to be for football. the A-League and yeah. the home of football. Yeah. So their priorities are elsewhere, yep. Bart, but uh, you, you don't really well, need well, them the, either the, at the same. Time. The the priorities are yeah, you know, or, or the pathway priorities are different, and I think yep. that's again analogous to what happened with the Chargers and and basketball Tasmania. There were alternate views of how we might go about it. Um, ultimately, success has a thousand fathers and failure is an orphan. Um, but uh, and so in the end, you know, everybody's on board um, with where we got to in terms of the Jack Jumpers, and, and I've got nothing to do with that organisation other than being a fanboy like all of us. <laughs> oh, some of us have more of a role, um, uh, you know, and they've just done an extraordinary job. But the pathway there is the most important thing uh, for me. And certainly, uh, you know, I can understand why the peak body has a slightly different view to a group of community volunteers um, working down the other pathway. I've seen that before. I don't think those differences are irreconcilable. Um, Ultimately, I think, um, you know, there's a shared view and vision that we want an A-League team here. And I believe it would be very successful. Yeah. And so the funding is indirectly... But you are funding Look, an elite club. You're just doing it in a different way. You're building the foundations. So the, so the tier two competition, as I understand it, will allow for promotion and relegation yeah. going forward. And so that becomes the pathway into the A-League. But what it does is it doesn't simply, and this is always one of the challenges for Tasmania, we're seeing it with the AFL now, you've got to build this thing out of the ground from scratch and have it competitive like the jack jumpers have been because now we expect our teams to yep. be competitive. <laughs> We've seen it in cricket. We've seen it in basketball. Um, so you've got to build it out of the ground. I think this pathway is the best pathway because it allows a four or five year process. And being, you know, part of that is really good governance, making sure you've got great people around a club that can be sensible, uh, make sensible financial decisions, make sensible marketing decisions and so on. And I think you build that over a period of time rather than hope that it arrives. Is there a time frame on that um, promotion relegation? Uh, I believe in the next couple of, uh, after the first couple of years of operation, that yeah. league will go into promotion relegation mode. Just quickly, because I want to go into a couple of other topics with you, but how do the Jack Jumpers, the Hurricanes 
and an A-League team fit mm. in the same market. Yeah, I don't disagree that that's a challenge. Tasmania has a limited, you know, a smaller corporate market and a smaller ticket buying market than everywhere else. And I think they are challenges that need to work out. It looks to me like the Hurricanes and the Jack Jumps have done a great job at sorting their stuff out together, and that's mm-hmm. a really good thing. And I think any any other team would. Um, need to do that. I also think, though, the success of the Jack Jumpers and indeed the Hurricanes along the way, um, and Tasmanian cricket generally, um, probably means there's going to be a more of a focus for national uh, corporate sponsorship into Tasmanian teams. I think you'll certainly see that in the AFL, um, and that'll take some of those pressure off. There's still always a challenge in Tasmania about ticket prices and how elastic is the market and how many families can afford tickets and so on. So we just really need to be conscious of that. Yeah. What were the crowd figures the night that they clashed? They were both they were good, big. Both there was good. nine and a half at Blunston yeah. and there was four and a half at... Yeah. Mm. So I think it, it can be done. But again, but all of these things are need to be worked out, you see. And that's, that's why I'm um, really supportive of this bid because it gives you that four or five year runway to really work out, build confidence in the community, build the confidence with the corporate market, build the confidence with the ticket buying market and so on. And what about the high performance centre that... Um, Tony came on and was spruiking for for soccer. Have you seen that? You I've seen that? I've seen their plans, and I think that's fa- they're fantastic uh, plans. I understand they don't have a location for them yet. My anecdote here is: I was in Japan last year, and I just happened to be in a town called Imabari, where a J League th- third division team plays. And so I thought, I've got nothing to do today. Go and buy a ticket to this game. There were ten thousand people at a stadium um, in a third division Japanese. Um, uh, league team. It was a fantastic day. It was a fantastic game. And the stadium was what I would call not cheap and cheerful, but beautifully designed, but clearly could have been built, mm. you know, I suspect for $10, 15000000 million. It um, wasn't a huge piece of infrastructure. It fit into the landscape beautifully. And it hosted ten to 12,000 people screaming Japanese and one white bloke, me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to work out what was going on. But um, you know, as soon as I saw that, I took a photo and sent it to Kenny Morton and said, look, this is what we need, Ken. So um, I think it'll be an exciting thing. But again, hope um, is not a strategy. We need a strategy that um, that actually is practical and builds things along the way. And it's never an easy journey. It's a lot of hard work. And Ed and Swan and the crew uh, are doing all that hard work. And it's great to see. Politics, let's quickly talk about that. Um, if you were still the Premier, still the, the leader of Labor... I probably would have been dead by now, but yes. <laughs> would you support a stadium being built at Macquarie Point? And second part of that question, if you are Labor, do they need a strong stance on which way they're going to go with this before people go to the polls? Well, look, I don't necessarily need to talk about Labor or Liberal or Greens or whatever. My view is, and I've been out door knocking a bit um, with some candidates that I support... Um, so I've heard direct from people. There is a lot of passion out there for people who want a stadium, but equally there's a lot of passion out there for people who don't. So my take on this is you can't be half pregnant in politics. You've got to take a stand. You've got to say, and it hurts sometimes because a lot of decisions you make in politics are 51-49, um, and you've got to then vehemently defend the position you've taken. Um, so I would just be saying any political party, in my view, needs to be very, very clear about what their stance is. And have they been clear enough, Labor? Well, I think they have, but others might argue otherwise. Okay. And quickly before we let you go... Oh, I was going to ask... Yeah. Are you a Mac Point man or 2.0 if you had to Oh, choose? I think um, the the design that Paul Lennon and um, uh, Mr Coleman have come up with um, is fantastic. Makes more sense, doesn't it? Well, 
He's fast coach for his test here, isn't he? The great man. Hey, uh, the mighty Swisher Hoops Academy is flying. We yeah, thanks for having us for. The, Isaiah last, or what was that, two weeks ago? Now? Well, it was great to see you made national news with well, your little Isaiah grab. Amazing, it's still running it? out there Absolutely. with him saying he's going to be MVP and so on. If you bring Isaiah Thomas to this NBL single-handedly, mate, I'll be claiming part of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Know, there. Um, but that that was a big event, but there's an even bigger one coming up oh, towards yeah. the end of the month. And thank you for hosting our one-on-one game, which is coming up towards the end of the month. Um, one-on-one. I've got, I've, I've ordered in extra blood kit supplies <laughs> just to make sure there's the clean-up on, you know, That'll court free. Before the game, <laughs> <laughs> now we're looking forward to it, and uh, we don't know anything about it yet, but we know you're hosting it, which which we love. So really looking forward Can to I hosting it. Two very quick ones before we go. <laughs> One, uh, what gave you more satisfaction, the Jack Jumpers making the semis or the Kings missing out? God, that's a <laughs> terrible thing, isn't it? I, I sometimes have to question myself: Do I want the Kings to lose more than I want the Jackies to win? It's always the Jackies, though, the at the end one. of the day. Um, and if you could, just I've been trying to extend an olive branch um, to oh. Beck White. Brent obviously upset her a number of years ago at a Bill Sorrell lunch with a poorly timed joke <laughs> that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> I, uh, I would have, I've love to have her on the show to get her point of view to our sporting because we want to give both sides of, of she hasn't the been on your show yet she won't come on uh. I think it's because of Brent's <laughs> poorly timed ill-directed wrong. joke at the Bill Sorrell lunch uh, but if you could let her know that I'm happy to kick him out of the studio <laughs> if for I'm the 10 minutes she comes in that would be terrific thank uh, you. Just quickly and too. apologise for Brent because he's too gutless to do Tell, that do you- <laughs> You've seen me on the basketball court. Oh, yeah, I have. That's yeah, why, and I usually run a mile these days. Exactly. Tell no, Tim what he's in for, hurts. please, because he's underestimating. Mate, I think oh, I can still feel the bruise on my hip about a year later. Yeah, that was after uncalled for. Uncalled for. You've seen the footage. But see, this time he's going to be the one getting bullied. Yeah, good. Yeah. I look forward to that. And so, he's got two. I'm, I'm on the pain train. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. No, thanks for coming in. Always good to chat, and appreciate thanks, your time, David Bartlett, joining us in the studio. We are late for news headlines. Here they come now.